Hello, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Growing Pains podcast, where we delve into the deeper challenges of modern parenting. I'm Ange, I'm a mum of two boys, and I'll be joined by my co-host and mum of one, Sam. In today's episode of Growing Pains, we're going to talk to Cameron and Andre. They're husbands and dads to a little boy, Tyler, and they're currently based in Singapore. They're here to share with us their journey of raising a beautiful boy, the struggles of being same-sex parents and living in Asia. You will find them on Instagram at Double Dads for those who would like to follow their family life. Hi. Andre, welcome. Well, as you know, so we are Andre and Cameron. I'm Andre and uh, I'm Cameron. That's Cameron. And we both run uh, a web hosting and a web a web development and web design company based in Singapore and also in Australia as well. So we have a little boy, his name is Tyler. Yes, so he was born through surrogacy and that was obviously two years ago. Our journey started, I think it was in 2017. Yeah, 2017. When we first decided that we wanted a a family. Uh, So we did our research and we have decided that we wanted to do, to go down the path of surrogacy in Canada. And through research and everything, finally realized our little family dreams when Tyler came into the world on the 2nd of November, two years ago. Mm. So we were, that was already an eye-opening experience. And then after that, it was about keeping baby alive. And that was another experience that we were like, oh my goodness, now what are we going to do? Yeah. And us. Yeah. Uh, every day is a learning experience, of course, that uh, any parent would know that. Um, or any new parent would know that. Mm. Yeah. Every little thing, every new thing that he learns is kind of like a, a wow moment for us that we're still reliving every bit of being a parent at the moment. So yeah, in his first month and a half, he travelled from Canada to the States, to Australia, to Bali briefly, and then to Singapore. So he's certainly been on a on a, a little bit of a, a globe hopping tour, and then COVID hit, and then we could go no further. Yeah. So how long have you both been back in? I know Andre, you're from Singapore originally. Yes. But how how long have you been living in Singapore with Tyler? Uh, with Tyler, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so since he was born, but before before Tyler came, we were here for a year. Yeah. So all together, we've been we've been in Singapore for three years. Mm. And is there a community of same gender parents in Singapore? Is it a large yeah. community, very yeah. small? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't know that until we got Tyler. Yeah. And we, and running into to <clears throat> a couple in Paul, would you believe? Another yeah, Aussie, just, yeah, another uh, fellow Aussies. They were, uh, we were in in the cafe, Paul Cafe, uh, and we just had a bit of a discussion about the cafe, Amazing. and and, um, and 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 we just started talking because he, uh, one of the parents, were looking at Tyler and said, "Oh, is that your son? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, same same parents that we are too. We have two little boys. We have got twins." And we're like, oh, Oh my goodness! Said, oh my goodness! This is this is wonderful. They say, "Oh, did you know that there's a community here?" That's like, "No." They said, "Let me add you to this WhatsApp group." That was like, "Okay." And then we realized that there's a small little community here in Singapore who are either potential intended parents or who already have babies or have kids, and they the, the their kids vary. The ages vary from mm-hmm. newborn all the way to I think maybe. 10 around there 
Do you have a lot of prospective parents that are joining this group or have asked for advice from both of you? Because obviously you've had a very kind of successful um, venture with your surrogacy and obviously having Tyler. Yeah, well, the group is ever increasing. It's yes. ever growing. It is, yeah. A lot a lot of the, the intended parents are doing maybe doing their journey through the US mm. rather than Canada. There's there's probably more of a uh, of a, a mix towards that. But you know, we we chat to to you know sort of intended parents and you know give them our experience and you know help where we can. So as same sex dads, what would you say are the advantages of raising your son here and what are the disadvantages? Ooh. Oh, okay. I think the biggest advantage is we are close to my parents, number one. So we do have a good support uh, network and we do have friends here as well, uh, active friends or friends who have kids. Uh, another big thing will probably be the availability of a helper that we could, you know, the, the employ. Uh, and that actually gives us a little bit more breathing space yeah. um, because we both work very hard and very long hours as well and that actually takes the stress away from us i mean of course we don't completely 100 percent rely on uh on a helper looking out or looking after our kid but you know, we do try to, to allocate a lot of time yeah you know and try to balance our life that way there's times where you've just got to get stuff done and you, yes. yeah and a little but I think in, in Singapore as well, the, as um, you know, compared to Australia, the schooling system just starts earlier. Yeah, so it started at 18 months rather than, yeah, so so we do actually send Tyler to school and a moment to play school just for, uh, to increase his, you know, that whatever skills that he needs to learn at this age, uh, interaction, like social skills and stuff like that, he's learning so much and we're just so uh, grateful that it's actually available um, to us as well, or to any parent here in Singapore. And sort of for me, I would say the like the stark difference between Australia and Singapore is that immersion in the sort of the culture. He, you know, is learning Mandarin, mm. you know, things that he wouldn't get in Australia. Mm. Um, that's, that's sort of, you know, something that's really good. And developmentally, to sort of see how he's grown in leaps mm. and bounds by being at school for 18 months and, you know, I have friends that go, are you sent him to school? This is from Australia. They go, mm. at 18 months old, you should be at home. It's unheard of. No, you know, oh, oh you should send him to, to childcare. Yeah. No, no, this this is actually a much better better system, you know, in in my opinion, he's happy, you know, he's he's growing, he's making friends. And that's that's probably the the downside of COVID that really hampered that social interaction that kids, I think, need, you know, for that first first 12 months. And being able to put him in, in, um, in school was really good. Mm. Yeah, I agree that, yeah, the last year or so have really, really been challenging, particularly for young children, you know, and their ability to just interact with their peers in a park or at school or really anywhere um, particularly for those few months where things were were really um, kind of locked down have you had to communicate the you know the the difference in your family to kind of the the stereotype of the mum and dad family has it been something that you have communicated with Tyler as yet or that he has kind of said anything about or is it 
it, you know, that's something that is kind of going to, there's going to be some conversation around that in the future. I In the future, definitely. But yeah. I think as of now, he, I don't think he has the understanding of, um, what you know, of a mother and a father I mean in school there's always that mention because it's a school in Singapore um and yes. baby shark yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so he comes home and you know it's you could tell that when he mentions things like oh mommy mommy and I'll go who is mommy there's no mommy here there's like you know daddy and papa and he's like oh okay yeah and he's just like he doesn't really care much about it yeah so he doesn't really grasp that that dynamic in a in our family we'll have to explain that to him a little bit more and try to get him to understand uh but i think as of now he doesn't really care much about it he's just he's still two and he, all he is happy with is playing with his friends yeah uh learning new things uh you know getting us to play with him or anybody to play with him and that's all he needs or that's what he wants at this point yeah and look his his school has been really good mm. really understanding we are the only same-sex couple at yeah. the school um yeah. and they have been incredibly welcoming if he obviously if he you're asked the question so where's mommy because he can say where is so if he says where's daddy where's papa you know if he starts saying things oh where's mommy then i'll be like oh okay yeah let's have a chat now <laughs> let's just get some you know reading materials and we show some pictures yeah or you know there's, there's a lot of youtube videos as well that's quite educational that of course we could try to even watch but i think at this point whatever that's on youtube is only ever going to be elmo and baby shark for him <laughs> because that's all he wants <laughs> So I understand that um, in a school setting, people have been very welcoming to the, to Tyler and to your family situation, right? Yes. What about, um, let's say in public, do people make assumptions about your family or um, you know, oh, what, yeah. what advantages have you faced when you go out? Let's start from when he was a baby and we would take a taxi and the uncle would go, oh, mother having day off. Um, yeah, to both of us in the in the in the cab. We've we've been asked when we were looking uh, for rental property. Where's the mother? Yeah, um, is the mother not here? Oh, is the mother? Uh, is is your wife working? You know, we've we've sort of had the way the way I would initially describe it was a lot of the aunties and uncles. You'd be pushing Tyler down the street, and they would look at Tyler in the stroller and if Andre was pushing they would look at him they would look at me and you could see them trying to work it mm. out um and then they would put the Singapore crane neck because they would sort of bend the neck to to try and see what was going on we've had a lovely um uh waitress that's asked a helper if she was still breastfeeding Tyler. Um, well, she didn't. She didn't know. She didn't know <laughs> she that didn't. our helper was our helper. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she thought that that was the mother holding on to Tyler, and uh, and that was quite funny because I had to tell her to stop that immediately. And she went, "No, you know, this is not. This she's not the mother. We are the fathers." <laughs> and she and 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 that confused look on her face just follows. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's and and that's what we like. We found 
um, thrilling <laughs> just to watch her, you know, like people's reactions and the faces when they when, when they realize that, or, or when they're being told that, the, the, you know, our family consists of two dads rather than a mother and a father. Yeah, kind of, we kind of knew that it was going to happen. Mm. So we just expect it. And we just want to see what people will come up to say to us now. Or if uh, they stay too long, you just wait. Yeah, just wait oh, You're both navigating this fantastically, right? And also with a lot of humour, which I think yeah. we have to, but there has to be times where, you know, where it does take a toll or it is kind of, you know, because we can't always just brush off and laugh off, you know, the comments of others. Well, well no, I think the worst scenario for me was here that I really had a major problem was, we were looking to rent a place and the agent came back and said the landlord wanted a copy of Tyler's birth certificate wow. in order to rent the property. And I really, I lost it a little bit over that. When that is, that's no, absolutely no right to, to request that sort of thing. That was, that was too far. But yeah. you know, out, out on the streets, as you say, yeah, you treat it, you treat it with with humor. You you kind of have to, you know. Yeah, we've never been shouted at or you know or, or, or commented right in front of us about our family or what they think. They feel just stare silently, just a stare, just a, you know, judge on the side. Or they'll t- or they'll talk <laughs> in Mandarin. But and and you know, Andre will be listening to what they'll be saying. Um, you know, but most of the time it's quite harmless. It's yeah. just a comment or something. Yeah, and and it's just you know, and we don't mind that. We don't mind that at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's it, it shows that they're looking, which means that they're seeing something that's different. Uh, which means that it's uh, it's it's there. <laughs> you can't hide it. You, you know, look, Andre and I won't walk down Orchard Road hand in hand. You know. Sure. To too often, you know, you, there are certain things here that you know you respect their beliefs, and you know we we're not we're not here to try and you make know, things uncomfortable. Uncomfortable or that, you know, it's kind of a case. We've got our little family union. That that's that's us. You know, I don't don't care about what anyone else's family unit are, so long as they're happy. So be the good yeah. luck to them. You know, you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone, so to speak. Tyler, um, are there any fears or concerns you have as he grows older? In Singapore? Yeah, yes, of course. I mean, I think it's just more about the, uh, the integration into, you know, uh, into the education system, uh, you know, him learning. I mean, obviously not, not you know, static things like math and stuff like that. I think it's more like the social type of uh, education, um, like the, the family units and stuff like that. Or, you know, if, you know, obviously... As you know, kids can be cruel as well, and whatever that they are, or whoever that they are, could also be influenced by their families and the, you know the other people around them as well. And I think we always always tell him that there is nothing wrong with our family unit. It is normal, you know. It's it's what is fine for us, you know. And you are loved, and you. Yeah. The rest doesn't really matter. Yeah, we just have to teach him that you know, love basically love knows no 
boundaries. I mean, there is obviously no uh, discrimination in love in general. Uh, love doesn't mean that it's got to be only a male and female in order to have a family or to love a child. Uh, there's always, you know, there's so many different kinds of love that they you know, to understand as well. I mean, love is complicated, but it's quite simple. Simple, but yeah, complicated. It's a bit... And very bit... simple for children. I Correct. Think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you see them, that they, they look at parents or they look at people and whatever happiness they give them, they just love that person. And that's so pure. And it's so, you know, like what you said, simple. Uh, it just gets complicated as education gets or, or things just get fed into them as they grow uh, and people, you know, the, the other people's opinions and, and judgments just kind of influences that. And a family unit of a straight, um, straight couple does not make it, make them any better than, uh, than a gay couple. Yeah. Realistically, because we all know out there, there are many, many cases of straight couples that are together that probably shouldn't have kids. And, you know, mm. it's it's a sad thing. But yeah. I mean, but there's also, yeah, single parents out there that are doing an amazing job. Yes. That, yeah, the whole view on, you know, family is, yes. is really rewritten in this kind of generation or this age, right, which is, yeah. I mean, as long as the, as long as our kids are, supported to be their best selves whatever that may be yeah it really doesn't matter whether they have two mums two dads they have aunties raising them they have their yes. grandkids like you know yes. as long as they're getting all the tools they need to to be a healthy happy human yeah. but from your perspective longer term for tyler obviously there are some easier places to live in the world where, you know, being a same-sex couple or being a couple that is non-traditional um, isn't something that is actually questioned or there's people that are inquiring or learning about mm. that as a kind of newer um thing for them to really understand so for both of you I mean I'm sure that there's conversations you're having because of course Cameron you're Australian about whether we're in Singapore long term do you have a plan or is it kind of just osmo like see how things go or is there a yeah well there was there was an original plan that was dating pre-COVID that we would be here for a few years and then before Tyler hit school age we would relocate. Right. So maybe five right. years here and then... Well, yes. But that with COVID, everything kind of went out the window a little bit. Um, and I guess there's been an upside to that because we sort of perhaps reevaluated here, you know, on, on him doing schooling and things like that and possibly looking more at the benefits that, I guess... For me, coming from Australia, I really hadn't seen before, you know, in terms of the immersion into the language. And, I, you know, I think it's very important that Master Mandarin, stuff stuff like that, has that under his, under his belt. Um, and if that means, yeah, we, we stay here a little bit longer, then that's possibly on, on the cards. We're sort of looking, playing it by ear. You know, there was the thought does he have to go to an international school? If you go to an international school, you know, you're probably going to lose some of those things that, you know, I was talking about the immersion here. So then he might will be back in, a, in Australia kind of scenario. But if we have the ability to, you know, 
even possibly go into the local school system here with Tyler, then that's probably something that we certainly would consider, put him in, in this space. Because we always said, even before Tyler was born, that we wanted him to know and get the best of both cultures, that he was, was coming from the Australian side, Singapore, you know, and embrace all of that. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got, um, yeah, I suppose it's a decision that you can make at any time, really. Because right, yeah. Yeah. So see how things go. And it sounds like, really, I mean, I, I myself know the benefits of preschool and schooling here for my children. And I know that it's a real gift that you can give the kids, particularly around the bilingualism or learning yeah. another language that literally isn't possible in, in Australia or, or some other countries to actually obtain because they just aren't those opportunities right so yeah so completely understand um and then what about do you have any hopes or dreams for the future of the same-sex parents in singapore uh hopes and dreams look uh, this is this is probably a very pie in the sky one but you would hope that it would definitely get better i'm not sure with the way the current government mm. is and that that it it necessarily will. I think it will be a slower progress, but um, younger generations coming through, you know, and starting to to sort of accept things more and not have more recognition. Yeah, have more recognition in the uh, uh, in the education uh, system, like mm. what they teach, and um, just not be overly closed-minded. I mean, the, the teachers can be open-minded, but I think what's being taught is obviously completely different because they have to follow the syllabus and stuff like that. Yeah, and whatever that's being taught. And, so, you know, the other thing that you've got to be mindful here, still anyway, is the vast, you know, the, the, the different cultures that form Singapore. And from a religious level, that may be very hard to change. Mm. Um, but if there can be small, meaningful steps forward, I think that's that's probably a, a great way to look at it. Mm, absolutely. Um, well, they were the um, the main questions that we had to ask you today. Uh, we do like to end our conversation asking three questions. The first one being the worst parenting moment that you can remember. For me personally, uh, I think is the, I think within the first week or the first two weeks where the poo was a bit funny, you know, the, what is that? Oh, remember. the black, the, yes, the sticky yeah. bit. Yeah. And that was a surprise for me because I didn't. A shock. No, no, no. I, I didn't do any research on that one and I was like oh, what's this yeah yeah so that for me I mean it wouldn't be a parenting thing but I think it's more like a um no, it's a part of the parenting experience for sure okay, well, okay fine then, then that's good let's consider that the parenting thing. I would say mine was where I thought I'd lost Tyler oh my goodness yes at uh we were earlier oh, a few months ago I think it was we were at um the at oh, the, yeah. the art science um, oh yes which is Future, future world, future world. I had Tyler in the first room, and then the little little bugger decided he'd run off, and Andre was and outside. Was, and I was, and yeah. I thought he'd gone out to him, but he'd actually 
taken completely off, you know, virtually yeah. near the exit of it. <laughs> it was on founding just standing there. I walked into the room and I was like, hey, where's Tyler? And there was the, the room was literally empty except for Cam. And he was like, oh, I thought it was just here. You just ran out to you. No, he was still here. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's gone. Let's just look for him. So yes, that that thing of a sea full of children, and I'm trying to spot spot Tyler. Yeah, yeah. He's still uh, quite small compared because you know, future world, you've got some big kids, and yeah, it'd be. <laughs> and it was dark. Yeah, yeah. And here I find him towards the end, just standing, looking at the big the big screens, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that was probably my moment of going, oh dear lord, I failed. I have now lost our child before he's even two. Um, I knew I should have put that air tag on him. <laughs> you know, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> um, what about your best parenting moment? Oh, okay. I think the best is when he's when he's younger and he likes to sleep on me. Like he'll sleep on oh. me. Yeah, I love that. I will always remember that. Every time he does that, I will be, I'll just melt. And I will just tell everybody, I have this like look on my face, like, oh my God, I, I have to remember every second of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now it's so hard to come by. He doesn't come onto me and, and he sleeps there. I mean, he will if he's sleeping through, like he, he has a big day uh, and he will, when he sleeps. We arrived at 3.30 in the morning. And we were very, very tired, long, long flight. And we had so much stuff that we brought back from Australia and filled the trolleys, including we brought back from Canada the ready-to-feed formula for Tyler, which was amazing. All done, pre-bottled. And we brought a heap of it back. We got home at about 4 a.m. and were sort of counting the boxes of things and went, oh, um, we uh, didn't get his ready-to-feed formula off the conveyor belt. Oh, no. So we went back to Chang. We went and got some sleep and then they told us it was there and we went went back and, and got it the next day and that was fine. We went and picked that up and then we were killing some time. They are just walking around with Tyler and that before going back into the city with for dinner with Andre's family. And uh, we got, we changed him just before we left Jewel and we got into the cab and we were heading back into the city and we were just before we got to the, to the destination. And, um, you know, Tyler's getting a bit hungry naps and, and I go, oh, we'll feed him, feed him a dinner. We get out of the cab and um, I look at Andre and I said, where's the diaper bag? Oh, no. His food and that in it. I said, you got it. You're holding on to it. I bolted after the cab that was driving off to see if it was in there. No, it wasn't. I've never seen him run that fast. <laughs> like, and seriously, I was like, oh, my God, like, seriously, like, where did that come from? <laughs> and, and by the way, by this time, Tyler was getting really, really antsy for dinner. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, and He's crying and crying. So we ditched dinner, and we I went home. Remember? Yes, and yeah. I took the twenty five minute cab ride back to Jewel. The amount of times they scream can just 
not quite what you are prepared for, and even the pitch level of that screen. Oh, yeah. That's that's just uh, yeah. If someone had said that that's what you can expect on a constant day in day out basis. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and no one really prepares you for how noisy newborns are. Like, you know, you see all those beautiful images of them sleeping peacefully, but they're making so many bizarre noises and snuffling and yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be mine. Yeah, um, I guess mine would be the strength that they have. Tiny little things, little babies they are quite strong. Like they can grip things, oh, they yeah. can slap things or slap you and they can pinch you and it's so painful. And it's like, oh my goodness, that like your little arms, I can barely even see your muscles in there and you have that strength. And yeah, that I never knew. But you wouldn't swap it for the world. Oh, no, I won't. No. Even, <laughs> because even, he doesn't yeah. slap me that much. He slaps camp more. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, okay. Daddy, bang. Daddy, smack. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. You shouldn't be hitting daddy, smack. I was like, okay, just keep going. <laughs> you are, both of you are lucky you don't have long hair because I've lost hand. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for this episode. A big thank you to Cameron and Andre for sharing their experience raising Tyler in Singapore. If you enjoyed the discussion today and would like to read more on non-traditional families, we've got plenty more where that came from on our site, from talking to other dads who are raising kids together, as well as an interview with same-sex mums Perlin and Brenda on why being a two-mum family in Singapore is more normal than you might think. Head to honeykidsasia.com to discover more and we'll share links in the show notes to these articles. I hope you will join us next week as we speak to Annabelle Chu, co-founder of parenting Instagram community Tiger Mums Club, all about tiger parenting. See you next time.